episode 43, Retirement, Alarm Clock, and the News. Retirement meant I could destroy my alarm clock. I never did like alarm clocks. I mean, what a way to start the day. Alarm! What does that word mean? Get ready for trouble. Watch out. Danger is close. Prepare for trouble. Is your job or your life that bad? Is this any way to start each day? The British are coming. The British are coming. Paul Revere lives. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. Alarms should ring when your house is on fire, when an intruder breaks in, when someone robs a bank. Given a choice, the journey into the day should start in a gentle fashion. Birds chirping, soft music, waves gently lapping at the shore. I know people who wake up to the news. War, pestilence, and famine mixed with weather alerts and advertising. And then, of course, there's the stock market report. My, we all need to know who the big winners and losers on Wall Street are, don't we? On a daily basis. I can't even imagine starting a day with an alarm followed by the news. In the good old days, news traveled slowly. A person might hear of a tragic epidemic, a multiple murder and suicide, or a gigantic beast headed your way. News would be limited. You would take it in doses, spaced out over time. The rest of life could be lived in peace. But today, Bad news comes like a daily blizzard. What are the results? Fear and anxiety reaffirmed every waking hour. Or calloused indifference. I like to take my news in print. I can read about it, pause, stop, start, and consider if I want to go on. I can also take it in my own space and time. I can, of course, never take news before lunch. At least my mornings can be pleasant without interference from politicians, criminals, or corporations inserting themselves into my breakfast and morning coffee. Shouldn't I be entitled to read a few pages from a novel, listen or play some music, go out for a walk, or bike ride, look at a few flowers, or the sky, without images of news filtering and staining my vision. I don't want to imply that one shouldn't keep informed about the community, state, country, or world. It is just the method with which I take issue. In a recent telephone conversation, after finding out that we didn't have a television, The other person seriously said, But how are you going to get the news? I found that question as strange as she probably found my statement that we didn't have a television. 
As for me, I scan the local papers, just to check community type stuff and familiar names. This only takes a few minutes. And then there are a couple of local weekly newspapers that are a must for local news and strong opinions. Then there is a digital edition of the New York Times. It is cheap, current, and of course, it is the New York Times. But I like the fact that it's digital, and it feels good to bypass paper-wasting, old-fashioned newsprint. I have a couple of online magazines that I check most days. The Taiyi is one that a friend publishes in Canada, and Salon is a recent gift from my son. Then there are the magazines, The Nation, The New Yorker, Harper's, and Wired. And of course, there are all of the newsletters from various organizations. The reading list seems long, but I try to limit time spent on this effort to keep informed. In other words, I skip lots of stuff. As for radio, NPR has suffered such a political beating and budget-cut barrage that it barely limps along as a weak reminder of days gone by. Since we live and spend almost half of our time in Canada, we are used to having the CBC as a source of information. NPR pales in comparison. We are often commenting, you would never hear this on NPR. I must admit that there are some shows on NPR that can be informative. I can get them on air or via their podcast. None of them are presented as news shows. So there you have it. My rant about alarms, alarm clocks, and the news. I don't mean to pontificate. I just mean to rant. This is Retirement Talk.